0: Welcome to The Struggle is Real by Family Bridges.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Struggle is Real, a podcast by Family Bridges. We're your host, Veronica Avila.
2: Hello, Veronica, and this is Omar Ramos, and today we'll be talking about the role of technology in our parenting ambience. Today's topic is... Please silence your cell phone.
1: That's right. And as you silence your phone, make sure to jot down some of the helpful tips that we'll be providing that can help you enhance the relationship with your children.
2: Sounds very interesting. As usual, we've invited a panel of special guests who will be sharing their expertise, personal experiences about their parenting skills, and of course, their relationships with their children.
1: That's right. So let's welcome our panel. We have Dr. Alicia Laos, clinical psychologist. She's also CEO of Family Bridges and co-author of The Struggle is Real. And we also have Isabel Miranda. She's a millennial young adult and daughter. Welcome.
2: So Dr. Alicia, welcome. And Isabel, thank you for joining us. Hello. Hello, hello. So while technology brings us instant knowledge and creates new digital platforms and communities, it has also flooded us with interruptions that blur, work-life balance, and many boundaries. So we're going to go ahead and uh, listen to the first skit. This is called No Phones at the Table, Dad.
1: Lou! Lulu, dinner! Coming. Coming! Uh
2: uh-uh, uh, no way. No tablets at the dinner table.
3: But we're halfway through the movie! We're halfway through! You can finish after dinner. Can we watch it at the table? You and Dad will like it. It's really good. It's really good. Nope, you know the rules. Give it to me. Please, please! Nope. Aw oh, man. Aw oh, man. Have a seat.
1: Wait for your dad. Where's your father? John!
4: I'm here, I'm here. Yeah, yeah Todd, uh, I, I'm just sitting down to dinner, so I will have to touch base with you tomorrow, okay? All right. Good night, Todd.
3: Good night, Todd. Good night, Todd.
4: <laughs> you guys, you're too much. Hey, I just got a text from Aunt Tracy.
3: Is it an emergency? No. Then it'll have to wait till after dinner.
4: Okay, okay, fine.
3: Honey, you're fubbing. What, huh? You're fubbing. You're snubbing us with your phone, phone snubbing, fubbing.
4: Yeah, I'll uh, I'll put it on silent.
3: Dad. I'm
4: just texting her back to let her know we're eating.
3: Dad.
4: This darn autocorrect. All right, we're cutting you off. Huh? Hey, hey, I was using that. You can get it back after dinner, right, Mom? That's right. Oh man.
2: Okay, so we're back, and uh, Mom, Dad have a no cell phone rule, which they have applied for their kids, yet they apply, they don't apply it to themselves. So they're not respecting the rules. They're pretty much leaving a very bad example with the kiddos. Doctor, why does this happen sometimes? It seems like we establish rules and then we don't follow them.
5: Well, the kids are sure holding them accountable. (laughs) Yes, they were. (laughs) Uh, We just do that a lot. We see that these rules are important. We are convinced by it. But we ourselves are struggling with that same impulse or that same problem. And it could be technology or it could be any rule uh, watching too much TV, but we're watching too much TV. Or um, I mean, there's so many rules we may impose on our kids, but we just know that it's good. They're good rules. That's why we establish them. But then we just want to impose it on them and we don't want to, or we struggle ourselves. And so it's pretty important to be authentic and work. And strive to be more clear about ourselves also following Mm -hmm. through with these rules and not just imposing them on others. Because
1: then that's not very authentic and that's not very real for your kids. And they're going to call you on it just like these kids did. Definitely. And I think um, maybe because technology has become such an integral part of our our lifestyle nowadays, right? You use the phone for everything. People are listening to us now through the app, right? We work 24-7. And so uh,
5: whereas before the whole 9-to-5 job or 8-to-5, what have you, was pretty standard and people did clock out. Mm -hmm. Now technology, I think work just kind of permeates and people have different types of jobs with flex time and all sorts of things, which is great. But you're on all the time Mm -hmm. and you have to make such a effort to be able to create those boundaries when you're with your family or what have you. That's right. Now, experts do
1: say uh, the more you're on technology, the less you foster relationships. Isabel, what do you think about that?
6: I truly believe that as a millennium, like you say. I don't know anybody that knows every single person they have on social media as a friend. True. I doubt you hang out with a, the 142 followers you have on the weekend. Mm-hmm. When's the last, I, last time I saw my best friend was in October? Wow. Wow. That's my best friend. I see her through social media, but I don't know anybody else's life. I just see it through their snaps.
1: You just brought up a very important message, a very important point. How much time are we really spending with those that we love, Doctor?
5: Hmm. I mean, it's like the average is like four to five hours that we're spending a day on on social media, you know. And that's outside of time that's for work or outside of time that's for schoolwork. This is just like you come home and I guess you're consuming all this media. Not social media, it also includes mm-hmm. TV and stuff. But yeah, I mean, we entertainment, we're entertained by it. That's why we like it and we are doing that. But because we do that, maybe we, it takes away the initiative to pick up the phone or hang out because you just kind of are seeing them on the feeds. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
2: So who's the true enemy here? Is it the phone or is it social media?
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: kidding, joke. Haha. Okay, so we're gonna go ahead and jump over to the next skit. This is called The Little Things.
0: Hey, Rusty, let's go! Miri, how's the stock market doing?
3: Accessing stock market activity for the last 24 hours. Which stocks would you like to access?
0: What's the NASDAQ at, huh?
3: The NASDAQ is currently valued at 5531.39 with a change net of 10.33 or 0.19%.
0: What are the most advanced stocks?
3: Over the last 24 hours, the top five companies are Illuminate Pharmaceuticals with a change net of 72.85%, ELT Inc. with a change net of 28.04%. What is
0: Illuminate Pharmaceuticals? Illuminate
3: Pharmaceuticals Inc. is an oncology company founded in 1997 and headquartered in San Francisco, California.
0: Mm, What's the weather supposed to be like today? Rusty, do you know what the weather's supposed to be like today? I don't know. Overcast? Mm. Do you mind if I drop you off at the bus stop? I'm in a bit of a rush today.
4: That's fine.
0: Do you have your bus pass? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you have your phone? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Have a good day. You too. See you later.
2: Okay, so we're back, and uh seems like uh, this dad misses so many opportunities um, to connect with his 14-year-old son. Apparently, mom is not in the picture anymore, so the son kind of depends uh, emotionally from the father. Why is this such a common scene nowadays, Dr. Laos, it seems like?
5: Yeah, it just seems that there are a lot of missed opportunities in right? the sense that mm-hmm. the son did reach out a couple times, mm. but you know the dad was busy with what things... That, were in his head mm-hmm. and it almost felt like it was an interruption when it came through and just dismissed it and then he went back and later tried to reach out but really wasn't in it. It was clear that he had some other things in mm-hmm. in, in your mind. And so I just I mean it happens so many times so much it happens to me. You're 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 so busy processing all the things that you're processing as an adult and then it's hard at the moment to to be present. And I think that the technology is not a bad thing but it also makes it even harder to be present because it's constantly inboxing and beeping at you. So, you know, you already have a lot of things in your head and now you add the beeping noise all the time, buzzing you and interrupting you, that makes that, that makes it a little bit challenging to be present at that moment.
1: And meanwhile, life happens and then mm. you know, time passes and you're missing that chance to connect with your loved ones. Isabel. Growing up, did you have the opportunity to interact with, the, with your parents this way? Was technology already a part of your life back then? What difference has it made from back then to now?
6: Being an only child, so I always got to get along with my mom and my dad. And then this wave of technology hit. My dad got a smartphone. Ever since he got a smartphone, he's, what's up this, what's up that? Your aunt, your uncle. And then when I bring out my phone, even if it's on silent, put your thing away. Put your little thing away. And it's like, why can't you block out when I'm talking to you, even when you're watching TV? Why do I have to do the same thing? And I think that's what kind of the son did in this skit, mm-hmm. this story, that now you want to talk. So maybe you don't have time. I don't have time for you either because I'm on my phone. Hmm. And I think that's what happens because in talking from experience, I've done that too. When I try to talk to my dad, he was too busy watching something. So I'm like, okay, when it's your turn to try to talk to me. I'm going to be too busy on my phone, even though social media, for me, is not important. I haven't logged into it in probably three days, even though I still have the app on my phone and being so easy. Wow. Do you appreciate that time,
1: that quality time that you actually do spend with your parents more?
6: Yes, because it reminds me of the old times when I used to get along with them very well.
2: Good stuff. Well, thanks for sharing that uh, personal experience, uh, Isabel. Obviously, we're here to create uh, solutions and trying to help people kind of rationalize and, and try to do things better, try to uh, really make that relationship between parents and kids work. What tips, moving forward, doctor, would you recommend to alleviate that situation?
5: Yeah, we need to evaluate how much the technology is infiltrating our lives mm-hmm. and create some boundaries when we need to. And two, there's just a simple tip that we've done in our house that has been incredibly fun, and and it's It's helpful and it's just asking, going around the table, perhaps at dinner time or breakfast time or before you go to bed, what have you, and just ask, what's your low and what's your high? And everybody, every member shares. It's an opportunity for people to just kind of sit down and everybody be honest about your day and it's just you as a parent, you model it and you're honest and you say, well, this was my low and this was my high and then kids get a glimpse at your world and vice versa, you ask them and because it's so specific, you don't get the huh, nothing, everything was okay, it was fine, you know, you don't get the that kind of an answer, mm-hmm. you gotta have something because mm-hmm. you know nothing and uh, whatever is really not a high <laughs> or a low, and so um, that's a that's a tip that's incredibly valuable at least in my household and I know in a lot of parents' household that you can take on and it allows for that intimacy to occur and the opportunity to talk and just again reiterating how important it is to just have those boundaries that we establish around technology. Technology is great, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's just that if we let it run our lives. And it does impact the quality of the relationships that we have.
2: Yeah, and it does affect uh, not just mom and dad relationships, but also uh, boyfriend and girlfriend relationships. Trust me.
1: <laughs> so,
2: uh, Veronica, it seems we're going to get ready for our next
0: skit.
1: Yes, we are. Why don't we take a look at the little things, but this time revisiting?
0: Hey, Rusty, let's go. <laughs> Miri, how's the stock market doing?
3: Accessing stock market activity for the last 24 hours. Which stocks would you like to access?
0: What's the NASDAQ at, huh?
3: The NASDAQ is currently valued at 5531.39 with a change net of 10 You know what? I can look at this later.
4: What's going on with you today? A lot. I have a chemistry test that I'm kind of nervous about, and homecoming is this weekend, so... (laughs) Football practice is gonna suck.
0: Oh. (laughs) I remember those practices. You're right, they suck. Sorry about that. Yeah, well... You feel good about the test? I feel all right.
4: It's after lunch, so I have some extra time to study. It should be fine. How are you doing in the class? Good so far. But this test is a third of our final grade. It's a big deal. Anything I can do to help? Nah... I made these flashcards to quiz myself, but I
0: can do it over lunch. Okay, okay. Tell you what, I was gonna drop you off at the bus stop, but I have just enough time to get you to school before I head into work. Go ahead and quiz yourself, I don't mind, and then you'll have an extra 15 minutes at school to keep going. How would that be? I'll take all the extra study time I can get. Perfect, I'll stop blabbing,
4: study away. Cool, all right, Alvogrado's Law. Equal volumes of gases at the same temperature and pressure, uh, have the same number of molecules. Didn't know that. Avogrado's number. Not gonna
0: know that.
1: now we see Dad or we just heard Dad take a totally different um approach to his interactions with his son. What difference does that make, Doctor Laos, to a fourteen year old? It
5: makes a huge difference.
1: I mean we we felt it, the first tone and the first skit, the tone was a
5: depressed, you know, third, you know, you almost felt like if he was you know, just slugging along, even mm-hmm. in his, his response, they were like a delayed second, you know, it was just such a slow response. And here you you hear a little bit more energy in the 14 year old's tone and just a little bit more positive intention to speak. It doesn't take a lot. Sometimes mm-hmm. we think that it takes a lot, but it really just means being more present with your kids, taking them in, listening to them and just takes a, f- a few minutes to show them how much you care and how much you value for them.
2: Definitely. You know, in this specific skit, I mean, this fourteen year old boy, there's so many things going on when you're fourteen. I, mm-hmm. I know that if we could trace back to when we were fourteen mm-hmm high school sports, uh, Mm -hmm. some kind of sentimental attraction you might have with someone, fitting in or not fitting in at school. So if you don't have that support system at school and you don't have it at home, I mean, that kid is probably walking into like a very uh, dangerous situation where they could, you know, if nobody really wants to acknowledge me and then they start uh, inquiring about other things where they will find acceptance. So Mm -hmm. I really like this revisitation and this attitude on the father and that, that last part where you know, he, he really pressed on the brakes and, and he really um, was able to, to connect with this boy because there was like that, the sensitivity of the situation with the mom not being in the picture anymore. And then, you know, saying, okay, mom is not here anymore, but she would have been very proud of you. So that was just very uplifting for him and, and just solidifying the relationship. Now, circling back to Isabel... As a teenager, did you have a situation, maybe more than one, where you kind of felt disconnected with your parents? And how did you deal with it?
6: I don't think I remember a, a situation, mm-hmm. but I think it is, for my opinion, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to understand this, uh, what's going through our lives. We don't understand sometimes, especially at 14, of course. high school, middle school, whatever it may be. But just sitting there listening and engaging in the avocado theory. <laughs> um That just helps. Just know that you're there if one day you need something, even though you don't understand our lingo sometimes.
1: Right. We're hearing it from a millennial. Parents, I have a 12-year-old, and she's getting into the, the stage of, you know, oh I know this oh you don't know this mom, da, 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 da. Or mom. but I guess just being present mm-hmm. makes a difference right even if you don't have all the answers so you don't have the avocado system down <laughs> um, at least just being present matters That day. it does matter
5: and again I, you know if we could just turn it off and then turn it back on I think what happens is we we spill over from work to home and we don't have a switch and so our brains are still going through you know whatever mm-hmm. circumstances our kids are coming with us with stuff and we just still have that on and it's hard to let go of the wand so you can focus and be present. And so I just think, you know, what is it what what is that switch going to be for you? Do you need to, when you drive in your house and you pull your garage door, do you need to do a self-check-in? Okay, I'm going home now and I need to, you know, let this chapter go for a minute until after they go to bed. Maybe I can pick it up. Do you need to do that kind of switch that you turn it off and turn it on so you're more present? What do you need as an adult in order to do that? Because we do live in a current society where you just spill over work into home. And it's those boundaries are not clearly defined for
1: you. You need to define them for yourself. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for sharing all your expertise. I think we get great tips today. And thank you for sharing your stories as well, Isabel. Uh, we hope that it can shine some light to a parent out there. And hey, it's never too late to change or turn things around, right?
2: Exactly. Never too late. So, ladies and gents, please stay tuned for our next podcast, Mini Mes. I'll be looking forward to that one. <laughs> we'll be talking about how kids follow into our footsteps, and it's not always very
1: pretty. That's right. This was The Struggle is Real, a podcast by Family Bridges. Remember to follow us on social media with the hashtag, The Struggle is Real, or hashtag TSIR.
2: Thank you, Veronica. Thank you for listening. I am Omar Ramos.
1: And I'm Veronica Avila. Till next time.
0: Thank you. This was The Struggle is Real by Family Bridges. For more ideas on parenting, get your copy of The Struggle is Real by Drs. Paul Meyer and Alicia Laos on FamilyBridgesUSA.com.